welcome back to the Patriot and the Preacher. We're delighted to have back with us uh, a good friend of the show, Brigitte Gabriel. Brigitte, thanks for coming back on. It's good to have you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm delighted to be back with you. So, Brigitte, let's get right to it. You've been pretty vocal about China and what what our country needs to do in response to China and what they've done to the entire world. Tell the audience what your take on it is right now. Well, look, uh, I can tell you, thank God we have a president at the White House who understands the gravity of the problem. President Trump has been warning about China when he was businessman Donald Trump back 30 years ago. Because as a businessman, he understood the threat of China and China's goal, and he can see their expansion, their mentality, what they were trying to establish. So let's face it, China uh, uh, got this virus out, exported it to the world because of China lied. Millions of people got infected worldwide. Hundreds of thousands have died. And China has to be held accountable. And that's exactly why uh, we at Act for America, you know, we are the largest national security grassroots organization in the nation. We have a petition on our website, the whole China Accountable Petition. I encourage people to go to our website, actforamerica.org and take action because we do need to stand with the president to make sure that what happened with China is a teachable moment for the United States and a defining moment for not only our government, but also our businesses and our people to understand why it is important to put America first, take care of American businesses, and take care of American people and bring back manufacturing to the United States. Brigitte, you, you mentioned some great uh, talking points there, and I totally agree with everything you said. Uh, I was just speaking with somebody, and they don't really understand. I think a lot of voters don't understand how significant it is that we get Donald Trump reelected when it comes to policy with China. And uh, can you elaborate on that and how important that is, a, a difference between a Biden presidency and a Trump ca- uh, presidency? Look, a politician makes decisions like a politician. Politicians want to be liked. You never want to hire a CEO of your corporation because he likes to be liked and be nice to everybody. You hire a PR firm to do that. When you decide to hire a CEO to run your corporation, you hire somebody who makes decisions that are in the best interest of the corporation. Whether he is liked or not, you're not hiring a CEO for his personality or her personality. You're hiring a CEO for return on investment to make sure he's getting values back to the shareholders. In the United States, the president is the CEO of our country. Right now, we have a CEO leading our country who understands business. His job is to make sure that the return on investment for the American people is for the interest of the American people are not for outsiders. He doesn't care about being liked. A politician like Joe Biden or anybody else who's a politician, and we've got plenty of them on the right and on the left, want to be liked, and therefore they are willing to sell the interest of the American people in order for them to get a pat on the back by our enemies, and I mean China, because China is acting as an enemy of the United States and not a friend of the United States. And this is such an important differentiator, uh, Mark, 
and Todd, because the American people need to start thinking about government as a business. You have the head of the corporation, you have the vice presidents, and everybody works for the interests of the shareholders and the corporation's interests. You don't manufacture products, so you can go broke and your people end up unemployed on the streets. You manufacture products, so you're making money, the business is growing, you're hiring more employees, and you're putting money back in the pockets of the shareholders, and that's what a successful business operates, and that's how America needs to operate in order for us to become great again and safe again, always putting America first. Absolutely. So speaking about putting America first in the First Amendment, you actually were pretty vocal yesterday about Donna Brazil and the First Amendment doesn't include your ability to lie. Um, I know... I. <laughs> <laughs> So I, she, she's misinterpreting, obviously, or rewriting, as they often do, the Constitution. Donna Brazil doesn't think you have the ability to say whatever you want. So in other words, she's actually for censorship, isn't she? Uh, that's exactly it. And, you know, this whole censorship, I mean, we are going down such a slippery slope in our country. Look, Todd and Mark, I mean, here we are right now talking on, on, on a podcast that, that, that thousands and tens of thousands of people are going to be listening to. Let the people decide whether the message and what we are saying resonates with them or not. Now, some may be offended. I'm sure if Donna Brazil is listening to me right now and you and us talking about Donald Trump and why we need to keep Donald Trump in office and how important it is to have somebody who puts the interest of the American people first, Donna Brazil will be offended. However, when our founding fathers, when our leaders wrote the Bill of Rights and when they wrote the Constitution, they understood that in order for a society to be great and in order for a society to grow and learn from its mistakes and do things better and explore ideas, you have to be able to debate all ideas and some of these ideas are going to be offensive to some people but that's okay it was okay with our founding fathers because they understood that the long-term benefit of this type of dialogue of different ideas is so important for the well-being of the country so we are right now truly at a crossroad we have to protect free speech we have to stand up and defend our rights and defend the constitution and that's why i urge people listening to this podcast right now, listening to this interview, if my message resonates with you, if what I'm saying resonates with you, join us. Go to our website, actforamerica.org, and join us. Sign up to get our emails. Sign up as an activist. Start your own group in your community. My philosophy is this. When everyone does a little, together we can accomplish a lot. We are at a time where we need to come together, work together, empower each other, inspire each other, and bond together, defending the freedoms and the rights endowed to us by our Creator and the Constitution that was given to us and the Bill of Rights by our founding fathers and leaders who built this nation on great foundation, and we need to defend it. Go to actforamerica.org and join us. ACTFORAmerica.org. And by the way, we named the organization Act for America. Not think about America, not wish for America, not hope for America, not pray for America. You can do all that and should do all that. But without taking action, nothing happens. 
I love it. I absolutely love it. We agree 100% with you. And, uh, <laughs> hey, before we let you go, I just want to bring up one other important matter here, and that's the Supreme Court of the United States. And we know that the next president, hopefully Donald Trump continues, uh, is going to be appointing one, two, maybe even three vacancies in the Supreme Court. How important is that? Oh, my goodness. You know, I mean, look, he is changing the Supreme Court, and it can change for the next 50 years. And he's not appointing some, you know, uh, uh, older people. He's appointing young people who could serve on the bench for another 30, 40 years. This is how important this is. And this is why it's important to make sure that we do have a President Trump in office for the next four years. I mean, God bless this president, uh, Mark. Look, we, we, he has been fighting the minute he got into office. I mean, he didn't even have a, a, a one breath of a honeymoon to enjoy being a president for a day. He's been attacked by the left, even by his own people. And despite all the attacks, look at the amazing job he has been able to do. The judges he's been able to appoint, the, 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 the federal judges, the positions he's been able to fill. And so we need to make sure that we not only elect President Trump and keep him in office uh, for the next four years, we need to make sure that we take back the House and that we keep the Senate. And that's why it's important. Every single person needs to go out and vote. Participate in your primaries. Participate in the election. Elections matter. I mean, we have seen this right now, especially after the pandemic. When you look around at the importance of the type of people you elect, your governors, when there's a pandemic, look what New York is dealing with. Look what California is dealing with. And look at the difference between the way red state handled the pandemic and where they are the perfect comparison is florida and new york so elections have consequences and that's why it's important for everyone if you're not registered to vote make sure you register to vote before the election and make sure you participate in and and if for nothing making sure you elect the person that will ensure that we have a supreme court that will uphold and protect the constitution of the united states which has lived for 300 years and we need to make sure it's going to continue living for the next 300. Amen. Brigitte, before we go, one last question. We know that the social media giants, Twitter and Facebook are under fire right now. In fact, the president is considering signing an executive order. I know you've been censored. Other conservative thought leaders out there have been censored. And so the, the difference is right now is that people may not understand that those platforms are protected by Congress. They're not thought of as publications. What do you think the president should do, if anything, to level the playing field? Look, if Congress has to be involved to make sure that social media companies do not have a monopoly, then they need to do that. They have done that before in different corporations, in different um, uh, um, industries. And maybe right now the government needs to get involved to make sure that everybody has an equal uh, time and, an all, and we are all playing on an equal playing field. Because right now I can tell you as a conservative, uh, and we, ha we have a, a, a coalition of conservatives, where we feel we are attacked, we are censored, we are black shadowed, we are uh, blacklisted. Uh, uh, basically, they are censoring everything we say. Uh, we are shadow banned. And 
this is not America. I mean, what are we living in China? We can expect China to do this. I expect Saudi Arabia to do this. I expect some dictatorship in North Korea to do this. But I do not expect to be living in the United States and our government uh, where these companies operate. Let's face it. Facebook is an American company. Twitter is an American company. Google is an American company. All these major companies have been able to grow because of the blessing of the rights and the freedom and the support of the American people. So now they cannot get to the level where they are and throw American values in the trash because they decide to operate as dictatorships instead of free speech defenders where they have created platforms where everyone will have a voice. This is an election year, and this is such an important topic, especially in an election year, because right now, let's face it, the Internet, social media has become the new theater of war. The ideas are won and lost on social media. The battle is won and lost on social media. And so this is why it is very important, especially now six months before an election, that everybody will have the right to express their views and let the market, let the people decide what is truth and what is fiction and what is fact and what is not true. And the American people are smart. I believe in the American public. Let the American public make that decision. God did not make Twitter and Facebook the God of the universe said that they can, they can decide on free speech. That's unacceptable. Absolutely. Brigitte Gabriel, founder of Act for America, thanks so much for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you so much. It's a pleasure being with you. Always good to have you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Well. Thanks. Bye. This is the Patriot and the Preacher, and we'll be right back.